Hey everyone, good morning. Today we are gonna talk about the situation in Brazil in times of pandemic caused by the COVID-19. And for this, I brought four guests who will help us to understand this situation. They are here with us, the nurse Maria Lisi, the English teacher Tayane Santos, Maria Fernanda, a medical in hospital Albert Einstein and chief medical information officer, and the health minister Alessandro Carvalho. Brazil is one of the countries most affected by the coronavirus with more than 15 million confirmed cases of people infected with coronavirus and more than 400,000 deaths. And so far, only 18,23% of the population has been vaccinated. In the hospitals, nurses and doctors face stress, apprehension, uncertainty and fear, working to advance the fight against coronavirus. And for this, the nurse Maria Lisi is here with us to tell us about her experience as a frontline worker in combating COVID-19. Good morning, Maria Lisi. Good morning. Maria Lisi, how do you feel being on the front line as a nurse in the fight against coronavirus, having to be exposed to the risk of contamination? I feel unprotected and I worry about the whole situation. We as nurses are people who need to be in direct contact with infected patients. We need to take care of them. We are responsible for them. And at the same time, we are obligated to be attentive all the time. Because if we do something wrong, even if we put our masks in the wrong way, we can contaminate ourselves and the other professional who works with us. So we need to be aware all the time because with each passing moment, more people arrive and are hospitalized. It's a time never lived before, even by experienced doctors and nurses. The risk of contamination is high and this makes everyone apprehensive, but this is our job. We have to be ready and do everything possible. Personally, I feel helpless in the face of everything that is happening. I feel all day working and I feel exhausted, but I know I should not stop because people's lives depends in part of my work and dedication. This is why I try to stay calm and try hard. I can feel your feelings. That's really terrible. But is it true that hospital precariousness drives COVID deaths in Brazil? Yeah, certainly. The lack of support in hospital has aggravated a situation that was no longer good. Brazilian hospitals already have a history of lack, of lack of professionals and medical equipment. We all know that, but in this period of pandemic, the situation was unsustainable and deaths caused by this unpreparedness were inevitable. Something like this needs to be taken seriously by the government and measures must be taken. Deaths due to the lack of basic things are unacceptable. That's a pity that the situation of hospitals is still like this, even more now. So thank you very much, Maria Lisi, for your participation and I hope that God protects you every day in this battle saving lives. 
but those who really suffer are those who are infected. So we have here with us Tyane Santos, the English teacher who was infected with the coronavirus and who will tell us what it was like to have spent 21 days in the hospital. So please tell us, Tayani. Good morning. So I was hospitalized with COVID-19 for 21 days at the Cruzeiro do Suacre Field Hospital. Well, what I have to say is that it was terrible. Being alone, contaminated with a disease that has killed so many people is very difficult. I feel very bad with shortness of breath and I often thought that I would never see my family again. The night was the worst part seeing the medical team running to help people who were dying made me lose sleep and think that soon it would be my turn despite the fact that the medical team helped us a lot seeing the increasing number of patients because I was hospitalized during one of the biggest waves of the disease because I do hope to be lucky. I cried a lot, I despaired, I said the worst part was the night but even Ruth was being alone. I don't want that for anyone. So take care, take care of your families. Not being able to breathe is very bad. Seeing people dying close is much worse than just seeing it in the newspaper. Stay at home, wear the mask, keep your social distance, please. I can't even imagine it, Tayane, what you went through. And I'm so glad that you are here with us, alive. Thank you very much for your participation. Some vaccines have already been produced, but there are still those who doubt the effectiveness of these vaccines. And to clarify some doubts, we brought Maria Fernanda, a medical in hospital Albert Einstein and chief medical information officer. Good morning, Maria Fernanda. Good morning. Why is it important to be vaccinated? Because the vaccine is the best way to protect yourself from COVID-19 and its complications which can even lead to death. How effective is the COVID-19 vaccines? The vaccines are going around 95% effective. Should I continue to wear a mask after I get vaccinated? So, after you get vaccinated, it's really important to continue wearing a mask. We know that the vaccine is protective against causing COVID, but we don't know 100% if it's gonna protect uh, asymptomatic spread. In addition, if your county or areas require mask, it's really important to keep 
where it's to show that you think it's important to protect yourself and others from COVID. Can I get COVID-19 from the vaccine? No, you cannot get COVID-19 from the COVID vaccine. Like all vaccines, this is just to turn your immune system on. It does not can end life virus. What are the potential side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines? So, COVID-19 vaccine, like all vaccines, will cause a serum very common, nor lasts about a day or two. Some people gonna like low-grade temperature, chills, and that's pure mild. Again, lasts about a day or two. Some people get a little bit more reaction, and that shows their immune systems work really well. So you can get a like, you know, feeling a little sicker. Maybe need to take some Tylerol for your symptoms, but everyone usually feels better within about two days. Thank you very much, Maria Fernanda, for clarifying these doubts. This is very important. And now let's hear what the Minister of Health has to say about vaccination in Brazil. Good morning, Alessandro Carvalho. Good morning. So, what are the objectives of the Ministry of Health in relation to vaccination in Brazil? Well, it depends on several factors about all the so-called pharmaceutical inputs from China. Well, uh, and also depends on the logistics and operation systems of the two large institutes that produce, that produce vaccine in Brazil, Rio Cruz and the Instituto Butantan. I just want to tell you that the federal government, through the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, has been diplomatic engaged in the partnerships with vaccine manufacturers. We are seeing a drop in the case of numbers, and with this reduction in the number of deaths, so uh, with this fall. There is a reduction in the number of spending and inputs, so we have many money, more money, truly, to expand in uh, another thing. But I just want to remember you that the federal government is theory warring and working for the good of the population. Don't forget, we are working for you. That's great, and we hope that it can work. And the question that doesn't want to shut up. Do you agree with the opinion of the President of the Republic regarding the use of chloroquine for patients with COVID-19? Yes, I agree. However, as long as the doctor orders his patient to take it. Um, let's see what our listeners think about this. Thank you, Minister, for your participation. I'm very thankful for your participation in the podcast of today. And I hope you guys, our listeners, have enjoyed this podcast and that you can follow the prevention rules as much as you can.
stay at home, use masks and go get vaccinated if you can. The vaccine does not cure you, it prevents you from dying. As you could see, our country is in a very difficult situation. Do your part. See you next time. Bye!